What if I told you you could move from stuck to start in as little as 90 minutes? Well, I didn't believe it either, but my next guest, Donna Dell, is actually teaching us strategies on how to move our lives forward, how to gain traction in our lives, especially when we want to make some changes. Donna has been recognized with several awards, top 20 awards for empowerment coaches next to Bob Proctor, Esther Hicks. She is an amazing, amazing woman who has written many books. We had a really, really interesting conversation about self-reflection, entrepreneurship, personal acceptance, and she shared systems with us that will help you and me challenge ourselves to change with a winning attitude versus an attitude of fear. It was a really, really interesting conversation. Donna is very thoughtful in how she responds and with what she shares. And I think you'll really actually love this episode, especially if you're trying to make some changes in your life and you feel stuck. You just can't seem to get going. That seems to be a theme around here because I know you guys, you want to make some changes. You want to have a more full, enriched, beautiful life, full of flexibility in your finances and your health. Maybe you want to start a business. Maybe you want to write a book. Maybe you have these dreams on your heart, but you just can't unlock them. Well, Donna is going to give you some tips today that I think you are going to want to implement immediately. As always, you guys, I love you all. I appreciate you all so much for tuning in to this podcast. I love it when you share with me what you've learned, what's helped you, what you've loved about it. So please keep doing that. It just makes me smile every time I open up my Instagram and see a tag from you guys. So make sure you keep doing that. I hope you have an awesome, awesome week. And I know you are going to love this one. Welcome back to In Total Alignment with me, your host, Michelle File. Not too many years ago, I was far from feeling aligned in my life. I was stressed out, 80 pounds overweight, insecure, and happy, but really unhappy if that makes sense. Life was happening to me instead of me creating the life I desired. In one small twist of fate, almost eight years ago, After a 20-year career as a top 100 Aveda salon and spa owner, I completely changed the trajectory of my life. On my way to rising to the top of my network marketing company, I completely changed my mindset, spirituality, health, and finances. And this is where I get to share it all with you. I hope to bring you guests, experiences, insights, and conversations that will help you elevate your life too. Creating a holistic approach to success is my goal. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome, Donna. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being here with us. And I would just love for you to share with my audience who you are, how you came to this sort of self-development space and how you you help people sort of bring change into their life and and become become their best selves making a long story very short things things happen uh, 
out of need or out of response to events or uh, as a result of something that's nagging at you that just it, you, ha you have this feeling inside of you that you're not fulfilled and something needs to change. So with all that in, in mind, are you the kind of person who, who needs a nudge? Like, so mm -hmm. somebody who's maybe a cheerleader in your court, you know, Michelle, I, I've been wishing all along that you would take the reins and do something like this. Or are, are you the kind of person who, who needs an invitation, who would never step forward on your own, mm -hmm. but, you know, right time, right place, somebody says, how about you doing something like this. And so in, in, in light of that, pretty much the last 17 years of uh, my coaching experience has been a response to invitation. Hmm. It started with a, a woman who at that time was publisher of a local business magazine. And she said, Donna, I'd like you to write an article. And I said, me? <laughs> I mean, I, I had written a thesis of 169 pages. Writing an article of a thousand words can be a bit of a challenge, but I was, this is the first step that I was taking after a 10 year long recovery post car accident. And it takes a great deal of courage to say, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to put my face out there. I'm ready to put my voice out there. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I spent three weeks writing a thousand words, which was like, it was painful and it was painstaking and it, it was slow and my husband finally said just send it <laughs> okay i know when your patience is running thin that's <laughs> so i i sent it and i swear within five minutes of sending it she sent a message back and said perfect and i went Oh dear, what have I done? If I wanted to do this again, now the bar is really, really high. And I'm not certain that I can meet that level of expertise or perfection or whatever perfect is. So I had to come to terms with myself that just going through the experience and sharing my wisdom was the purpose. The purpose wasn't being perfect. Mm -hmm. Right. I love that. Um, that's what that was a question that popped into my mind was writing the thousand words difficult because you were trying to make it perfect. Is that what was kind of holding you back from pressing send? Regardless of how many times somebody says, what you think of me is none of my business. 
it, it doesn't work. It doesn't. I agree. You know, we have been, we have been trained to believe that what we do is subject to evaluation. It mm -hmm. started way back in kindergarten mm -hmm. and maybe sooner. Mm -hmm. Pat on the back. Good for you, Michelle. What a great job. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and so we're not necessarily ready to to accept that we can we can set our own standard. Yeah, you make a really good point that I don't think some of us are probably we know it, but we're not aware of it. That that pat on the back, that affirmation starts so young. I mean, as soon as my daughter took her first step or crawled her first crawl or finally spoke after we thought she was going to be a mute, I swear <laughs> this kid just would not talk. So, I mean, yeah, she would have got so much recognition and affirmation and all of this stuff from us that, yeah, it's so easy for us to say, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks, but we are programmed to continue to do things for affirmation. And and I have to say that it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to, it's okay to seek affirmation. And while we may not necessarily accept all the judgments or evaluations or or things that other people say about us, uh, regardless of how long we've been to school, regardless of how many letters we have after our name, it's it's the letters, the testimonials, the recommendations in, that stand in front of us that that make the the real difference. And I think that there's no there's no higher there's no higher regard than a, a positive response from our peers that we have, that our words have made a difference mm -hmm. or that a hug made their day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how do women, and, and my audience is women primarily, women that actually are typically one or the other of what you suggested in the beginning. They either feel this kind of flutter in their heart that they, they know they want more. They know they want to make an impact. They know they want to like have some influence in the world or the other coin side of the coin would be they're kind of waiting for someone to tell them, yes, you can. So we know that that's where they're at, but how do you help them get over the hump of like you pressing send on the thousand words? So getting over the need for the affirmation, because I think sometimes you, that's what you have to get through before you're going to get any type of recognition. You actually have to send the stuff. So that gap of that sort of fear, how do women push past that? Let's pretend that we're taking a trip and we're going to be in the same vehicle for several days taking this trip. You didn't ask where we were going. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm always along <laughs> for a good ride. The first step of, of anything is to identify a target, mm -hmm. a, a space, a place, a goal. Mm -hmm. 
what what is it that I'm looking to achieve? What what is it that I'm wanting to have? What if I'm looking for influence? Okay, so I can park influence as my target. And any naysayers that come along, it's, oh, Michelle, influence, I mean, really, I mean, what's in it for you? We, we like you just like you are. You're just fine. Just And so in lessons I learned from the tortoise, mm-hmm. I wrote a line that said, Challengers inspire us to take giant steps long before we might ever become giants. I I suggest that you might say to the naysayers that this is the challenge that you have set for yourself. Mm -hmm. And the challenge that says don't doesn't align with your spirit, doesn't align with your target, and that's okay. But from here on in, it's going to mean that the cheerleaders are part of my team, that the yay-sayers are part of my team, mm-hmm. that those who enable me to move another step toward my target are on my team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Because regardless... Anytime you're going to make a change in your life, you are going to have those two buckets of people. You are always going to have people that doubt it, don't understand it. Most of the time, it's just that they don't understand it and they don't understand your vision. And then typically you're going to have at least a handful of people that are sort of cheering you on. And if you're not, If you don't have those people, I think it's important to find those people because those are the people that are going to help propel you forward. Even if it means you need to hire a coach. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Because one person, one person in your court can make all the difference. So if that means abandoning people who have been your friends for 10 years, well, then that's what it means. Mm -hmm. A a coach might be just the person who helps you make a path through the minefield to get to where your vision is, Mm -hmm. is drawing you, is compelling you to go forward. So... I have to say, how strong, to your listeners, how strong is your commitment to move toward your vision? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the clarity, I love, (laughs) I'm laughing at myself for not asking where we're going on the trip, because that's the (laughs) truth. Like, you have to know your destination. Like, clarity is so important. And I think a lot of people are racing around with not a lot of clarity, not a lot of awareness of what they actually, how they're actually feeling in this moment and how they want to feel. Do you have some tips for people that feel sort of in that? I I find this time of year specifically, I can even get this way. You know, there's this 
feels like a little bit of pressure to know what your goals are for 2023 and have the vision and the word. And I get like, oh my God, okay, let's, I better get at that. So there's this little bit of nagging like pressure, but for the people that really don't know how to get that clarity, what, what tips do you have to help women get there? to know their destination that they truly want to pursue? I love your question. It makes me think of something a little closer to home to start with. So if if I say to you, uh, what would you like for lunch? And, and so your response is, is not necessarily spontaneous. And it generates more detail as you speak. Right. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? I find when I'm working with, with people that one of the things that we seem to have a great deal of difficulty answering is the answer to the question, what do you want? We're not, we're not raised in an, an environment that, that allows you to say, I want, I want vanilla ice cream. I want it with chocolate sprinkles. So why is that? Why, why are we programmed to, our instinct isn't to say I want, it's to think about what maybe the right answer is first, or is our instinct to think about what other people want first? Like, why is that? I'm not sure I can answer the question why, Michelle, but as as members of the nurturing gender, mm-hmm. we tend to put other people's wants first. For sure. And so we place our wants on a shelf. You know, I'll get around to that sometime. I'll do it later. Or when the kids are grown. Or when we have a bigger house. Or when 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 gets parked in Never Never Land. Mm-hmm or sometime land and doesn't have a clear, doesn't have a clear space. And so to say, I want, I want to have influence. Okay. So what are the steps that I could take to have influence? Could I write down a list of, of maybe five or 10 or 50 steps that I could take to have influence? Well, I could see if I could, be in a, a local uh, community newspaper a, and have a regular column. Uh, could I have a blog? Could I be a podcaster? Could I take a stance and regularly write responses in an op-ed situation for the National Post? How, how big do I want my influence to be in what regard? Do I want it to influence daycare or do I want it to influence care for the elderly? Where do I want to park my influence? Because that might choose my, my steps. As you mentioned earlier, clarity is so important. And so if I begin to identify all the places where I might have influence, I might also want to identify the spaces mm-hmm. where I want that influence to be. Mm-hmm. And then small steps, baby steps. James Clear 
wrote about the 1% rule. Mm-hmm. Now, if I, if I make a change at a rate of 1% per day yeah. over the next 365 days, at the end of that time, the amount of change that will have a mass arithmetically or mathematically, whichever way you choose to look at it, is 37%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. The consistency of just allowing yourself to do little bits every single day. Except we are in a society that wants all the things right away. And I I help women um, create businesses from home. But another part of my business is helping them with their health and wellness. And it's so interesting because the parallels of this, it's, it's, I, it's like I'm talking to the exact same person, no matter what we're talking about. So health and wellness, no, you're not going to get to the goal in a week. Like it's, it's absolutely impossible. But if people can just get their heads wrapped around one little tiny change, let's pick one thing the first week, which could literally be just drinking one more glass of water, like not changing Mm -hmm. one other thing, but that, and then these habits start building on each other. And in in this long road trip, you get to that destination if you allow yourself to be consistent with it. It's that time again, enrollment into the Wellness Hub is open. If you are tired of struggling and feeling defeated with either your weight, mindset, health, or a combination of all three, I am here to help. I understand that defeated feeling. I have had many mornings standing in my closet with literally nothing to wear and shaming myself because here I was again, the exact same position that I promised myself I would never see again. Over the past eight years, I've been obsessed with figuring out the true foundations of our health and hormones, so much so that I'm currently taking a nutritional therapy practitioner course so I can find out the answers to this question. Why can't we lose weight and keep it off? Well, I found out it has a little bit to do with a whole lot of different things. Yes, hormones are at play, but we can't totally blame them. Yes, the wildly accepted accepted standard American diet has a lot to do with it. Yes, our age plays a part. And our choices around diets, quick fixes, and fads in the past have not helped us at all. I'm on a mission to help as many women as I can find the root cause of why they aren't seeing results and feeling their best and help them create a lifestyle that they never have to fall off track again. It is possible. Everyone who enrolls gets a complimentary one-on-one coaching call included with their package for the remainder of 2022. To get more information, just click the wellness hub link in the show notes, or reach out to me on social media at it's Michelle file on Instagram, Michelle Moore file on Facebook, and let's chat. Let's see if this is actually a solution that you will feel comfortable with. We can design a plan together that will get you sustainable results. So I know you love helping people create beliefs that support this because that's where I think people get off track. 
That's why they don't stay consistent with that 1% every single day. They, they start doubting themselves, doubting the process, doubting the sort of unsexy stuff you have to do to get to the destination. Because a lot of times it's just like boring, especially women trying to create a business. It's like boring stuff that you have to do, right? So how can we create those beliefs that support that vision? Where does a belief come from? You know, uh, we we either adopt beliefs that are present in our environment, present in our society or our families. Uh, In some cases, the beliefs we have were instilled in us at a time when we were very vulnerable. And so sometimes we need to go back and peel back the layers of where did that belief come from? But we can also generate a new belief. A thought that supports your goal. A goal, yes. So, I mean, people can talk about mantras and so on, but you really have to believe it. Mm -hmm. You really, so if you don't believe it, how can you commit to it? Right. If, If I believe that I have the willpower, the ability to sustain something, let's put a boundary on it. Because a a boundary can set me up for success. Mm-hmm. When when I was first diagnosed with having a, a lactose intolerance, I I put that to to a test in a rather alarming way because I I went to Dairy Queen and ordered mm-hmm. the largest sundae that I possibly could with hot chocolate fudge and melted marshmallow gooey stuff all over it. It, it, I'm sure it was this high. (laughs) And I ate the whole thing because I thought if I'm going to have to give up milk products for the rest of my life, this is my swan song. And I was sick for the next four days. (laughs) But I mean, ice, ice cream had been my favorite food. Right. And I was, and this was, my way of saying mm-hmm. I I need to be able to quell the desire, the craving for ice cream. Mm-hmm. And I realized afterwards that I was craving ice cream because my body was low on calcium and it wanted the pineapple to help with the bromelain and the digestion and all of that. When I was diagnosed with having a problem with gluten, I said to myself, I give myself three weeks Three weeks from today, I will answer the question of whether or not I will permanently stay away from products that have gluten in them or not. But I I can put this to the test for three weeks. Having that boundary on the test enabled me to face each day a little easier, a little easier, because as each day came came along, I was feeling better. I was right. feeling better. I was feeling better. So by the end of the three weeks, I said to my husband, okay, it's time for me to give up bread. This is something that I actually use with my women trying to build a business. I tell them you need to give it 90 days. And I promise you, if you continue to do these like three little things every single day for 90 days, you're going to see success. 
you're going to get to that vision, that goal, which is typically helping their first customer or, you know, a certain dollar amount or a rank or something like that. And, and it is, it's a proof in my eight years of being in this business, the women that go the 90 days and never stop, meaning your kid's sick, you don't stop. It's Sunday, you don't stop. You still figure out how to get these three little things done that don't take that much time. The women that do it, they see the success. And the the women that don't see the success are the ones that just one month in, they fall off for three days. And then I said, well, that means you start back at day one. We got to start the countdown again because it's that like consistency that you saw giving up gluten that made you realize, oh, okay, I feel so much better. I got to give up bread. It's creating, I, I think consistency is the answer to so many questions, isn't it? It is. It 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 definitely is. It if we're not consistent, then we're not. How can I put it? Aligned with our brand. That alignment of of who we are and what we do and who we serve needs to needs to align. Mm-hmm. And when when people feel that alignment, when when they sense that alignment, whether it's visual or auditory, it doesn't matter. The, then the trust begins. Yeah, and I think in any type of goal that goes back to your clarity that you were speaking of in the beginning, your clarity of your destination. So for a health, your perspective, you wanted to, you knew exactly how you wanted to feel, not how bread was maybe making you feel or gluten, right? Like you had that clarity and a woman kind of coming into 2023, knowing that she wants to make some changes. That's why it's so important to get that clarity of where you're going and the little steps that you could take to do it. Because if you don't have the destination in mind. So back to you asking me that question, that would have been a one heck of a long trip of me not knowing where we were going. I wouldn't have wanted to keep going without the destination in mind, because that sort of builds up your resilience to staying consistent. Yes. Am I on the right track? Yeah. Yes. 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 Because I mean, what the end result of anything is celebration. So right. whether I'm working with with a writer who wants to become an author by publishing a book, I mean, there, there's got to be destination. So whether it's benchmarks built into the 90 days or whether the 90 days is the benchmark, at the end of that time, we, we celebrate. Yeah. I love this idea. In fact, I think I can incorporate this into so many pieces that if you can, if you can commit to the destination and there are little celebrations along the way. So you make it 30 days. How can you celebrate yourself or how can the community celebrate you? And then another 30, and then it it makes it a little bit more fun along the way. So even if someone's listening thinking of their own stuff, how can you make it a little bit more enjoyable? One of the things that that happens around here is that uh, Friday evenings are are celebration time. 
Mm -hmm. That's the celebration of having worked throughout the week, celebrating something. There's always something to celebrate, always, whether it's finishing an article or having been able to make a date and go for lunch. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's, there's opportunity for celebration. One of the, as, as nurturers, if we're looking after everybody else, we postpone our own celebrations. When I get through this, I will book myself a massage. Well, different people have different timelines with respect to the amount of time that they they can have between celebrations. Mm-hmm. And for some people, 90 days will be perfect. Mm-hmm. And for other days, 90 days might feel like a year. That's so interesting. And I really like that thought of celebrating. I mean, I think that kind of ties in with just gratitude, which always puts you in the right energy. And I, I'm a big energy person. I just think if you're in the right space of belief and energy, if you can just carry that with you, like carry the vision of the destination with you, even when things aren't feeling like they're working, you can still keep in that sort of energy and vision, you will be able to carry on. I think that's such a big piece of it. And I guess that goes back to, you know, empowering thoughts and really being able to realize that we can control that stuff with things like celebrating. Well, part part of self-empowerment, it has to do with how do I see myself and what am I giving myself permission to do? And you can say, well, permission? Well, you got up this morning, you put something on, we're ready for your day. Uh, you gave yourself permission to dress whatever way you did. So uh, someone who's uh, becoming a, a, a dear, dear friend of mine uh, recently posted something on LinkedIn where, where he said, what if you got up this morning and you dressed in the vision of who you are going to be in five years from now. Act as if. That's one of my favorite things. You know, act as the person you want to be. You want to become. Yeah, that's, it's empowering to think of that Mm -hmm. because I think most of us would make a different choice. It would be hopefully an exciting choice. And yeah, this has been a great conversation. Thank you so much. This has been a really, you're just such a thoughtful speaker, which I really, really appreciate. I know you think about your, your answers. And I I find that really, because sometimes I just speak and speak and speak and don't think. So I love being surrounded by someone that's very thoughtful, but I've appreciated everything that you've shared and we will make sure that everything is in the show notes. So people can really get to know you. I was perusing your website and seeing all the books that you've written. And it's really incredible. All the things that you have out there to help people in this self-empowerment space. So I appreciate that you were here with us today. And I can't wait for my audience to hear this conversation. All right. I know you guys loved that one. 
powerful. I hope you took away some really valuable inspiration and some things that you can actually start implementing into your own life. As always, I appreciate you guys so much. I would love if you would subscribe to this show and also leave a review. Five star would be awesome. No, honestly, I just appreciate hearing what you take away from this show and how it's helping you. I just, I just really love hearing from you guys. Make sure you're following me at Michelle File on Instagram and Michelle Moore File on Facebook. I love when you guys send me messages. I love when you tag me in your stories. It's just so fun to see that some of you are really getting some really great information from these shows and these incredible guests that I'm having on. I hope you have an awesome week and we'll see you next Wednesday.